Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to Social Hazard Radio, where we're calling this remnant out of the darkness and into a meaningful relationship with our Lord and Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, that is Jesus Christ. And welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. Um, this is going to be a crossover episode, so if you'll, I'll, I'll turn it back over to Mike. I know we're a little late with this episode, but I guess God has his own ironic sense of timing. Before we get that to that, Mike, uh, I'm Teresa Blaze, and this is Michael Blaze. Yeah, um, sorry, I'm a little out of it, guys. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? Uh, on the unresolved side, we're going to forego any sponsors. This is just a conversation uh, between Mike and myself, and you guys get to listen in. Well, welcome to our welcome to our kitchen table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, obviously, there is a lot going on right now, and um, we don't want to get into the politics. We really don't. That's not what this is about. I mean, no, we can get into it and talk about all the reasons why we feel the way we do and all that but that's i don't think that's what god wants for this particular episode no um and there's a way and 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 i'll and i'll get into a way that you can follow uh my thoughts on the political side and uh towards the end of this episode so and we're gonna ask the question does god feel sad I just wanted to kind of let that settle for a minute because that's quite a question, isn't it? Does the God of our universe, of, of, of many other universes, does the God of eternity, past, present, and future ever feel sad? I mean, obviously, he knows the outcome. But, but you have to, uh, but, but in the here and now, as we are seeing time linearly right uh for lack of a better word okay at this particular moment We're, in time right does the events that are happening in our world grieve our father well we know that sin grieves our father when he there's a number of accounts in jeremiah and ezekiel that talk about how how he feels when he sees his uh, when when he sees the the children of Israel walking away from him, and we also know in Genesis six he said he felt grief over ever making man. That was before um, the Noahic flood. So it seems, that, and and it also says in Genesis. Uh, let me find that verse one sec. It also says. While Mike is looking for that verse, um, we okay, know it's, here we that. Go. Okay, we let me finish my. Let me oh, finish go ahead, my babe. Thought, go ahead, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we know that it says in the New uh, Testament, the Brett Hadashah, um, that Jesus wept when he learned that he when he learned that his friend Lazarus died, and also when he talked about Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I longed to take you under my wing, but you were not willing. 
and then it says he wept over Jerusalem. So, it you know, I mean, what else and, you got, Mike? And we, you know, we were created in the image and the likeness of God. Genesis one twenty six. Right. So, and that kind of leads into um, what brought this whole thing up. Right. So we, like, Mike and I got up. And, I mean, we have a morning routine. We've gone over it before. But I remember waking up and I felt a heaviness, uh, a darkness. I felt like a cloud had hovered and I didn't think it was something we had done. And it started manifesting itself in, in, in agitation on both Mike and my part. Uh, you know, Found towards our daughter at each other and yeah, we've, at our daughter and yeah, and, and everything else. This is and cool. we and we had to like stop and go, what in the world? What is up? And then it hit me. Okay, wait, what emotions am I feeling right now? Because this is not my normal um, modus operandi, shall we say? And as I began to kind of search that out, and I began to talk to the father. What I realized is I'm grieving. I'm grieving over the events that are taking place in our nation right now. I'm grieving at the sin that is about to be unleashed on America. And it it just hit me. And I told Mike that and he and and he got it because he realized he was feeling something similar. You know, and the best comparison I can I can share is. We went through a period of time about, gosh, has it been that long? See, Mandy was four, so she's 13 now. Um, Nine years? No. Seven years. Seven years. No. Is that right? Four plus, boy, I just can't even do math today. Uh, See, she was four plus, somewhere between seven and eight years ago. No, it was Um, nine years. Yeah, nine years. So... But we went through this period of time where there was a point in time when our daughter was taken out of our our custody. And the grief that we both felt. Yeah. I mean, I literally laid on the floor in my daughter's bedroom and just like a just like a baby throwing a tantrum, sat there and beat my hands against the floor. And, and hit hit the, hit the floor so hard that my my wrists were bruised. Mm. And now, luckily, we didn't we didn't get to that point this morning, but I think we felt similar something. Yeah, similar. Yeah, similar. Yeah. And what I real what we realized, and I don't know that Mike and I really talked about it in depth. I think we just both were processing it separately. Right. <laughs> But what we what I realized was it's not my grief. This is the grief that the father is feeling right now over the events within our he is heartbroken over what is happening in our nation. I had a very good friend call me after this. You know, because I we had to work to get our peace back, you know. Um pray, do some warfare, that kind of thing you know, really work to get our peace back. But I had a good friend call me and I told her what was happening. And she said, no, that's valid. That's absolutely valid. So does God feel sad? Yes. 
And I believe many of his believers. Yes, it may be expressed in anger. Yes, it may be expressed in outright disappointment at what's happening or just tears flowing. But I believe a lot of his people are grieving. Feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of really the people we've talked that. to are just like they're either in complete shock or they're just like sad. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, and we went through this before. You know, um, yeah. So when Obama Obama was elected, Teresa and I felt very sad. Almost something we, very similar to what we felt this morning. We could kind of precursor what was going to happen because of his his politics, for lack of a better term. We could see we we could see the handwriting on the wall, but then there was Just nothing we, we could do here. about it. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's like there is nothing I can do about it except pray. And I think that's what God is calling us to do is to pray. Right. Which leads us to, okay, what are we to do? Because right now, there's a lot of things that are probably going to happen that we won't like. There's a lot of policies that are probably going to be put in place that we do not like. So what do we do? All the work that was done a lot of it is going to be thrown out. Mm-hmm. That's so very clear. Do, right. So what do we as blood-bought children of God do? I think we pray. We hit our knees and we pray. I mean, I was telling Teresa this morning, I said, you know, God has, we've got four years, 365 days per year for God to change this man's heart. And, and believe I, we know he can. We know he can. And I want to touch on something else. I was listening to, and I think this kind of plays into it because why would God? Because the question then becomes: Well, if he's so sad at this whole thing, why would he allow it? Why? And I want to touch on that because that's a very valid question. You remember back in Egypt, um. When Moses was trying to get the people let go and all that kind of thing, right? And Pharaoh was doing his, no, I'm not going to, hardening his heart, so on, so on, so on, so on. There's a place where it talks about that the land of Goshen wasn't touched. All these plagues are hitting Egypt, but Goshen was spared. This leads into what I believe is going to happen. Before we go there, though, Teresa, there is one thing we need to make clear. Hmm. Not all the plagues. The first, what was it? Three plagues? Three or four? Yeah, three or four. Yep. Mm -hmm. The Israelites had to experience for themselves. So, I mean, it is going to touch us. It's not like we're, sometimes I wish we were in Petra. Um, But we're not in that... I'd, we're going to get touched by it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all but I'm trying was, to say. Anna. Comes, right. No, and I hear you there. But I think there comes a point when God says, no, I'm going to perform spot judgment on this, 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 and this. But my people who are called by my name are going to be spared. Right. Okay. I believe that this is coming. This is not a thus saith the Lord. I am not claiming to be a prophet. But I believe that this is coming. And I believe this may be one of the reasons why God has allowed this. Because he 
cannot abide with sin. He can't and won't do it. He is holy, 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 and sin cannot be in his presence. And I'm not going to label any sin right right here. I'm just talking about sin in general. Right. You know? And that's why we had to have Yeshua die for us, as otherwise we could not stand in the presence of God. But the problem that we've got is our nation as as a whole. The iniquity is so um, built up that God has to act. God has to act. Yeah. Do I want to see that happen? No. It's like Sodom I plead for mercy. Yeah. I plead for mercy. But at the same time, my God is a just and holy God. He loves us deeply. Even the unbeliever, even the unrepentant sinner, he loves them. But at the same time, he, he cannot abide by sin. He can't just wink and nod at it. It is against his character. So at some point, he has to call a spade a spade and say enough is enough. And if this nation is going to continue to thumb their nose and defy me, then I'm going to have to do something about it. Right. Again, I'm not a prophet, and this is not a thus saith the Lord. Yeah, and I think that's another thing that I was just thinking about. You know, it's a dangerous thing if God gives you, uh, if you are a prophet and what you say doesn't come true, did you really hear from God? I'd have to say no. And I know there's been some people that have had to repent, had to repent. Trump is going to win. Trump is going to win, you know, and other things like that. And we wanted him to win, believe me. (laughs) But I think it really comes back to this. What is our call? And not just ours. What is your call? Right. I would say that right now, our call, hit our knees. If If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And turn. From from their their wicked wicked ways, then then I I will hear hear from from heaven and I will heal their land. That's where we're at, guys. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people prayed. I think a lot of people turned. But the iniquity and the sin was so strong in this land. When you think about things like abortion and um, human trafficking and other such abominations that are running rampant in this land. I think God had to act. And so he turned our nation over. But God has not given up on us. He has not given up on the United States. No. Don't don't think that. And that's not what we're saying. We're not saying he's given up. We're saying, yes, just this is what's happened. We're going to go through a time of judgment. That's what it basically yep. amounts to. Yep, and that's it exactly. We need to pray for mercy and we need to pray that God gets us through it quickly. And also, we need to pray for our leadership. Yes. I get it. Some of you may hear that and go, I ain't going to pray I, for I him. I don't agree with him. It's not about whether you agree or not. The Bible commands us to pray for those who are in authority over us. And uh, right now, Mr. Biden is in authority over us. So we does need it suck? to pray for him. Yeah. Does it suck? Yes. But we are commanded by scripture to pray for our leadership and pray that um, for the peace of our land, that it may go well with us. Yes. If you recall, 
Paul wrote that in a prison cell, and he wrote that concerning the Roman authority, the Roman emperors, who, by the way, weren't exactly a cakewalk to deal with. No, they like to stick peak Christians on spikes and use them for lamps and, uh, you know, feed them to lions and all kinds of lovely fun stuff. So, yeah, they were not very friendly to Christians. No, they weren't. So. So, I, I think that's that's it, guys. I really do. Yeah. Um, if my I, people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. It's a formula. If my people, if my people, if you call yourself a follower of, of Yeshua, Yeshua Jesus, then you're one of his people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. We need to pray. We need to hit our knees. We need to hit our yeah. knees like we never have. Before. And we need to repent. We need to yes. repent. Um, and one turn of the things from that their I wicked would... ways. Any sin in your life, you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if one of the things that I would suggest pornographic you do... things or things that don't please God, like things with magic in them, or reading books with magic in them, or playing games with magic in it, or just doing magic, um, any of that. And you need to stop. You call yourself a follower of Christ. You need to walk the walk and talk the talk. And, and the other thing for you, for, for the remnant that are hearing this, one thing that will mitigate any sin, right? I mean, is to pray for the forgiveness of sin in your done in your area. That means in your town, in your neighborhood, anywhere. Um, pray for the forgive that God would forgive the sins of that area. Why? Because that will prevent or at least weaken any of the dark side powers um, abilities to act. You know, we need to pray. And that means for you, especially if you're like in Washington and maybe you're going, but, but, but that means pray. That means pray. That means pray for the sins done in that area. Ask forgiveness. It doesn't mean that it absolves the people of the uh, need to repent. No, but it covers them until they can hear the gospel and have the ability to repent. Amen. You know, guys, we're at war. And yeah, we took a shot across the bow. But guess what? The king that we serve. The king that we follow cannot be impeached. He is not up for re-election, and he will reign forevermore, despite what anyone has to say about it. Amen. That's something that we got to hang on to. Amen. So with that, guys, I think that's all we've got for um, today. I think, you know, I, I think we just have to, yeah, it's going to get rough. But we have a king who will stick to us closer than a brother, a friend that will stick to us closer than a brother. And he knows exactly what we're feeling. He understands the heartbreak. God is close to the brokenhearted, as it says in Psalms. And that's something that we need to cling on to as we move, move forward and do what we're called to do. Amen. And in the next episode, we, we're going to start getting into the, getting into the Hebraic roots. We've been putting yep. it off for a little bit uh, to deal with other issues, but I really feel like we need to get into that. You guys need to understand when what 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 
the depth of meaning that has been blocked from your eyes, so to speak. Amen. Amen. I, I guarantee you we're going to blow your mind in a couple of areas. You're going to be like, what? I didn't know. Why didn't they tell that. me this? Yeah. Why didn't they tell me this? Believe me, Mike and I say the same thing almost every time we learn something new. Like, uh, let me give you one quick tidbit. I think you'll like Revelations 3.20, the verse that so often used to talk about salvation isn't really Which about Which isn't salvation. a bad thing, by the way. No, it I mean, it, it's not a bad salvation. thing. If it, No, it's no. not. But there's a deeper level of meaning. And I'm going to leave this in your mind and get your mind stewing a little bit. Jewish wedding. And that's all I'm going to say. We'll expand on that in the next episode. <laughs> so... With that, With that, I'm Teresa Blaze. I'm Michael Blaze. And this is Social Hazard Radio. And Unresolved Life. We will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.